What's good, everybody? This is Silas from SilasBeats.info here with episode 141 of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. Today, I wanted to um, elaborate on something that um, I was I was contacted some time ago. Um, actually, it was earlier on this week by an artist who was keen to work. Like it was, uh, he phoned me um, and he asked me, you know, how I run my business and whatnot, and then he said to me. Uh, I want us to work together. And I was like, how so? He's like, yeah, okay, cool. So what we'll do is I'll come through to the studio, we'll record a couple of songs, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, I said to him, that's not how I work. Like, I literally had just explained to him, you know, I had a pricing schedule. Um, I've, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a case where people come through, they, they set up a date, they come through, people record, we work together on the music, and obviously, you walk away with the with a product after I've have after I've um, completed the service, right? Services rendered, um, money paid, cash and delivery, cool, we good. And he's like, no, um, I want us to work together. I don't want to pay you. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, no, we'll split the royalties. I was like, oh, okay, we'll split the royalties. Then he said, yeah, no, we will do that. And I said, have you earned any royalties before? He says, no, but I do know that I've got a really, really dope song. And I said, you realize that one song alone is not going to give you, unless it's the, and I shouldn't have said this, but I said, as long as, as unless it's the biggest, it's insanely huge in the country. It's like it's a national track and it plays. It becomes one of those anthems that just continues on and on and on. And that's very, very difficult to make. It's very difficult to orchestrate a song like that. He was like, no, no, it's a hot track. We'll make money, you know, all these great things. And I was like, no, just listen for a second. You haven't done this before. Are you registered? You know, have you have you even taken the basic steps? You know, it's like me saying, I'm going to, I'm starting in grade one and I'm smart enough to go to grade six. I want to go straight to grade six because I believe I'm good enough. You haven't proven in any way that you're good enough for grade six. You're in grade one. There's a process of things that you need to go through. Grade one, getting through grade one would be getting your registration done. Grade two would be starting to move your music around after having created great music. right? Once you start doing that, you realize, no, my music's actually not good enough. And you start working harder and harder and harder. Then eventually you get to grade four, grade five. Then you get to grade six. Then you get to a point where you're like, okay, cool. I can start approaching people and telling them that I've put in this kind of work. I've put in X amount of work and now I can show, you know, you can show that you've got some weight behind you. People, people know your name. Uh, people um, start to resonate with your stuff. People are hitting you up. They're saying, I dig your work, you know. That's when, that's when you move to the next thing. Too many, too many, I see too many people jumping over um, jumping past hurdles or walking around hurdles, not necessarily taking them on. They won't address certain things. I've heard people come through with music that they believe is recorded correctly. And I'll say, no, I think that you'd probably do better off if this track was re-recorded. And they'll say to me, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'll say, okay, cool. Like, are you going to mix my work? And I'm like, okay, no, it's fine. I can, I'll mix the work. I'll do as, as good of a job as I can. And then what ends up happening is I work on the music quite hard. And it's usually, in those situations, it's usually a case of me doing um, either salvage work where I'm trying to save things because it doesn't sound like it's been recorded correctly and it will be so apparent. People don't understand that I understand that. But 
that's yeah that's a completely different thing but it's a case of you know people they they'll hype up a situation so much and also when you when you create a song and i've seen this happen in studio you create a song as an artist you come through your record and you you start to feel yourself you start to feel like okay cool i'm I've, I've, I've made it. It's almost like you've told yourself that because I'm here, because I'm recording this song, I have basically made it. All I really need is for the song to be pushed. When in actual fact, there might be one or two small things in the track that, um, that you have overlooked. This is why I ask people to get advice from people, get feedback. And I try and do it, but too many times I get shut down. I think in every single session I've sat in, People will either, one, not ask because they want to, you know, as humans, we want to, we want to try and preserve, we want to try and preserve our, our perspective of a situation. So what we'll do is we will build up this shiny image of ourselves in our minds as artists. Now, this is what tends to happen. We'll build up this thing to say that this is how I want to have myself portrayed and this is how I'm going to put myself forward. And anybody that comes through with any sort of um, reality, kind of like what I'm doing now, I feel like by me saying what I'm saying now, I might be ticking some people off. I might be making some people angry because I'm going against what their thinking is, that their song is good or that their career is going to go well. You know, the, these things are, these are all things we want. We want money. We want royalties. We want fame. We want um, that to be able to buy that car we want to be able to quit that job these are all things that we want but what people do is they'll start at the at the first block at the at the start at the starting post and then what will happen is they will they'll believe that that the that they want let's say just let's, let's take fame for example they'll want fame but they will not look at what's happening in between they will not try and get feedback on the music that they're making They'll not try and improve themselves. They won't try and go for vocal lessons. I will get shot if I um, suggest to any of my artists that they require vocal lessons. But I do believe that all of them should go for vocal lessons because you can always improve. It's not a case of you sing a particular way and there is no space for you to improve. I get this a lot. People feel like they have reached the pinnacle of their skill and there's no need for them to go for vocal lessons. They believe that they can sing. They believe that they can rap. They are brilliant songwriters. There's always an ability. There's always room for improvement. There's always room to go and research. Get better at what you're doing. I always make this example of Denzel Washington still going for vocal, um, vocal lessons, for um, acting lessons. Even when he was established, Drake, same story, going for vocal lessons. Even when he had made truckloads of money. The guy decided, I want to get better. He invested in himself. All right. It's the same situation of, you know, you, 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 start, to get, um, you start to get complacent, you know. As humans, we'll, we'll work, we'll grind really hard, you know. We'll work, 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 work. All of a sudden, the money will start to come in. Then you start to pick up a little bit of weight. You know, you start to let yourself go a little bit, you know. You start to feel as though I have made it. And you start to become complacent. And you start to settle into a routine. And this is the routine that people come to studio with. This is the routine that people hit me up with. They say to me, I'm great. I'm good. I've basically, I've improved myself to a point where I cannot improve anymore. This is the, the impression that I'm getting. I might be wrong. And 
I need, all I need for now, all I need now is for people to see me. When in actual fact, there's a whole lot of other things that people need to consider. So in the same situation that that guy was, the guy placed me in where he was like, we're going to share the royalties. You know, he had overlooked so many things. How many of your songs have played on radio? Do people at radio stations even know who you are? Does, do you, do you have a fan base? Do they know who you are? You know, once, once these things start to be put in place, then you can say, okay, cool. I'm going to build, I'm going to build and build and build and build and build. But before that happens, it's going to be impossible for you to, it's going to be impossible for you to, um, uh, to excel. Right. So yeah, going back to the other example, it's, it's a, it's a case of people come through the studio and I cannot say anything to them. And I just feel like what we need to start doing is we need to start scrutinizing and looking at what we are capable of and understanding that we might not be, we might be good, but we might not be in a situation where we are good enough to say we, we can't improve anymore. Because a lot of that is happening, a lot. And it's dangerous because what happens is someone comes through to record a track, and this has happened before. Someone comes through, they record a track with me, after recording the track, they um, decide I'm going to get some artwork and I'm going to release it on social media. It's going to be a banger. And I'm like, but that's not how it works. And I'll try and explain to them how, the, how they can go about releasing the track and that they need to bear in mind that this isn't the be-all and end-all of their career. This one song is not going to make a career. One song will never make a career. Then what ends up happening is they'll take it to their friend who knows a promoter. They'll give it to them and the promoter will say, I can't play this song. It doesn't conform to the standards that we have here. Then what they'll do is they'll say why. Then the promoter either will be um, uh, honest and say that the the lyrics are bad or the mix is bad or the, the beat is bad. And what ends up happening is that people hear what they want to hear. They'll hear that the song is not terrible because I believe it is a hit. It just needs to be re-recorded. Or... I just need to get it mixed elsewhere. Many times people have come through. And the worst thing for me is that I've been in situations where people have come through to record. They're happy with their product. They'll go try and push the product. Then all of a sudden they'll come back to me and they'll message me and say, dude, I'm not happy with the song. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is weird. That You, were, you seemed to be happy before. They're like, yeah, I know. So, so and so at the club said that the the vocals were too whatever or this is what was going on and i'm like oh okay cool and either from there they will they'll either ask for a refund they'll say no dude you gave me you gave me a bad deal or what will happen is they just won't contact me again unfortunately um well fortunately for me is most of the people that don't contact me again probably feel like they like you know what screw that i'm gonna get the song um remixed elsewhere i'm gonna get it uh, I'm going to try and push it elsewhere and they kind of disappear off the face of the planet unfortunately had we sat down and gone through things then I could have probably given them the feedback that they required to say this is my song how can I improve on the track do I need to create a new track and sometimes that and it's a hard thing to hear sometimes that your song actually isn't a dope track unfortunately sometimes it is the case you feel like your song is the one and it's rough it's it's a terrible track i've got beats like that i know i've got many beats that i play to myself because i know for a fact that someone has come through and i i, I gauge emotions i'll see how people react i'm like Ugh. 
you're not really feeling it and then chances are i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force it down their throat and say this is a dope beat you know and i'll bob my head you know with that that stank face i'll look at people and be like yeah yeah this is this this beat is the one unfortunately we all have opinions and all all fans are, are people that have opinions as well as an emotional affinity towards you all a promoter is is someone who's got opinions with a little bit of pull or a little bit of power all someone is at a record label is someone with an opinion but they own a business you see what i'm saying so you need to play to these people's opinions and you need to make them believe in what you're doing and usually the only way that you can do that is to work hard through a process develop yourself and get as good as you can at doing what you're doing and continually ask for feedback the people i see that do the best are the ones that take on the feedback that they get so before uh, before you are in a situation where you feel like okay cool i'm ready to go i've perfected my craft just sit back really evaluate what you're doing what you've done and evaluate whether or not you can improve because more often more often than not you can improve but whether or not you um accept this and i want actually like i i try and say this to a lot of artists but a lot of the time people are too thick-skinned they hear it and they're like this person they don't know what they're talking about they're not an artist you just just yesterday i was in a music session where i was told as a producer um i need to just let the artist be i should not I should not get involved in any shape or form because I do not understand the writing process at all. I was told very, very blankly. I didn't give any more opinions. Unfortunately, they closed me off. I was like, okay, cool. Well, clearly you don't need my opinions to, to, to you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm not there to be your yes man. I'm not there to just say, cool, this is a dope track. This is good. If I don't like your song, I'm going to say to you, I need you to improve on this. I need you to improve on that. Um, also, if I see that you're not being serious about what you're doing, I'm also going to ask you to go and, you know, get some work done. Because, unfortunately, more often than not, in fact, in every situation, your first track is never going to be your hit. And after that, you know, track three, track four, track five, you start to get better. Track seven, track eight, you realize, okay, cool, I'm getting into some sort of a stride. Track 50, track 70, that's when people are like, oh, you know, I put in work and I'm... I can see where my flaws are. I can see what I can do really well. Let me focus on my strengths. Let me try and develop my weaknesses if I can. Let me, you know, let me try and put in some actual work. That's what it means to actually put in work. Um, that focused practice where you feel like you're actually improving at every turn. And unfortunately, there isn't a lot of that going on. Most of the time, it's just people trying to hustle club promoters. People just trying to hustle to get the next gig. Just trying to hustle the next thing actually spend some time and sit back and realize that you might not actually be right now you might not be cut out but who knows three months from now should you sit down and tell yourself you're going to focus on improving your career you're going to if you're a music producer you're going to go and you're going to find a musical instrument that you're going to master in three three months you're going to sit down for two hours every single day to practice as a songwriter, you're going to be like okay wait cool maybe maybe what they said about me writing tracks is is true let me sit down and practice my songwriting there's many courses out there and there's many people who are really really good at this stuff that can give you um uh advice and there's lots of courses there's lots of online courses that i've seen for for songwriting um you don't have to take all of them don't get too bogged down in the research but just try and improve once that improvement happens then you'll start to see okay cool i understand what people are saying and it's only once you gain that experience that people um 
that you that you just humbled yourself to the fact that you might not have been as great as you thought you were. It's just how it is. So, I know a lot of what I said might not have resonated with you as some of my other stuff does, but I need you to be very, very true to yourself um, about what you you're capable of and and how you should improve. Um, once you do that, you've unlocked you've already unlocked something in your mind that'll allow you to actually improve, to actually practice and actually get better. Um, so yeah, if you if you feel a bit lost after what I've said, you can hit me up, send me an email to business at silasbeats.info, um, or you can go through to my website. I'm gonna try and type up one or two blog posts related to this. Probably won't be um, now. Probably be within the next week or two um, related to this topic. And um, yeah, we can just keep the conversation going. I just feel like people need to be a little bit more um, conscious of themselves. Uh, it really, really will help people improve that much faster. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll check you out in the next episode, episode 142. Peace.